Hi, I'm Pastor Peter Gosick, and I know that you know that if you're watching this. Uh, we have some information, and therefore we need to give you the information and need to adjust some things in uh, the times that we come together. The first thing is that we just got off of a conference call with Governor DeWine. And uh, besides just honoring the authorities and the powers Hi, that be, you know, the Bible talks to us that, that we are to in the voices uh, that come to us that we can pray for the interpretation, the information. that we can really hear behind the news and uh, behind a report. And so I've been considering what uh, Governor DeWine has asked us and when he started shutting down everything, and the only thing he didn't shut down was the assembly of the churches. Now, some of you have different opinions, like, well, that will be giving in to fear, that would be doing this, that would be doing that. Well, our faith is not under fire. It has to do with what is best for the health and the longevity of the people of America and not just our church. Come on. And so we are going to join our hands with our governor and all of the health people, people that are running uh, our country right now to help us get through this virus, this pandemic, pandemic, <laughs> pandemic. And uh, mm -hmm. so here are the things we're going to do. First of all, you are not going to be offended. Secondly, you're not going to make any prejudgments about my judgment. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, you are going to join the assembly, the body of Christ, and we're going to express the heart of God to the world as well as to the members of our church. Mm -hmm. So before we go off all wild, let's make sure we have those three ground rules. That's solid. Now, uh, so I interpreted what he was saying, not just that, well, you could, and we aren't telling you shut down, but he really, as he says that, in not to congregate in groups of 50 or more, Philip, some said 100 or more. Uh, the Some president said 10, said 10, 10 or more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're asking us not to do that because of the danger of it. Now, our congregation is like 50% uh, over 65 and 50% under. So we want to make sure that we don't endanger anybody. You say, well, the devil's not coming. I understand the devil's not coming near us. Mm -hmm. I understand we're healed. I understand no weapon formed against Amen. us will prosper. But just because God told me that the lion's not going to eat me, I'm not going to put A1 sauce on my head and stick it through a lion's Fence, cage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, we might with you, Philip, but we're <laughs> not with me. So... What we're going to do is this. We are going to be going to the format of live streaming. Now, this is going to last probably till the 1st of May. And that means that we are going to be making adjustments for Easter and so forth. But we are the body of Christ. We are united. We depend one upon another. And this is going to be our greatest hour. Amen. 
this is going to be the hour where we bring people to Jesus Christ and we walk in unity and we rise to the greatest occasion that the world is waiting for, that they see us love one another. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to care one for another. And so in this going to this live stream, what needs to happen is this, that you and I need to be a pew caretaker. Yep. What does that mean? Everybody road. that's on your pew, whether you know their names or not, you can find them out by asking. Yep. And then what you do is you find those people on that pew and the people that you already know, and you take personal accountability for their well-being. Yep. Mm -hmm. That means that you call them. That means that you encourage them. That means that you are involved in them. You are aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so when people came to Jesus, they shared their need, they shared their failures, they shared their expectations like mm -hmm. Jairus and Jesus got involved in their lives. Mm -hmm. This is a Jesus moment for you and I. Amen. This is where we get to have Jesus shine through us and others really get to see him in us. Amen. And so we're going to care for those people. We're going to ask them what they have need of prayer for, mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to get involved in our people's lives. Reach your row. Right. Reach your row. Uh, Be ready and to so move. we're going to, uh, when you call them, you ask them, how are you doing? Don't just uh, listen with half-heartedness. Listen to what they're saying interpret what they're speaking of mm -hmm. find out what they're going through their season you pray with them you do things whatever needs to be done if you got two loaves of bread you yeah. give one you got toilet paper send it to my house and <laughs> then no i'm kidding you so i want to encourage you that you and i on wednesday nights and on sunday mornings regular church times that we gather around live stream. Mm -hmm. On each service of the Wednesday nights, besides this one, we will have worship, and then we'll have a teaching. And then on Sunday mornings, we'll have worship, and we'll have a teaching. Yep. And uh, it may be uh, a little different of how we pray for people and minister mm -hmm. to people, but still, it's going to be effective. Amen. The other thing, what you can do, even though we're not assembling, you can go up to 10 people if you listen to uh, President Trump. And what you can do is you can have like house watch party. a house watch party. Right. Invite people over to your house and say, hey, look, you know what? We're going to have a, a breakfast buffet or we're going to have this or we're going to have that. Come, get people that aren't saved. Get them into your home mm -hmm. and talk and uh, sh let them hear the gospel of Christ, invite them to receive Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, people are open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. There was a young man that was here uh, Sunday. His girlfriend, his girlfriend's mother and father attend our church. So they called, and uh, he is an atheist, self-proclaimed atheist to the family. Don't believe in God, don't want anything to do with that. Well... Lo and behold, he calls them Sunday before his service and said, can we go to church with you? Amen. They said, That's sure. Awesome. He comes to church. 
comes forward and gives his life to Christ, Praise him God. and her. Amen. Amen. And uh, so he is an atheist. So if you're getting was. an atheist, yeah, it was. <laughs> if you're getting an atheist out of the pond uh, because he sees his need for Jesus and hope in him, then the rest of the world can see and hear too. Right. So we will be live streaming, and if you cannot or don't know how to receive live streaming, you can get it on your phone, you can get it on an iPad, computer, but if you don't know how, then we have a genius with us, and uh, his name is Andrew Rogers. And uh, we will make sure that you have numbers to uh, reach him. Go right to his phone number any time of the day, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3, 4. You just call Andrew. And uh, Andrew will walk you through it, and if he doesn't walk you through it, he'll walk to you. And uh, so he will make sure that it gets information and make it as simple as possible. He can put uh, icons down on your page where you can just hit uh, OBM and go right to the site and all that kind of stuff. So that will be in motion. So we're going to carry on our relationship with Christ. Our faith in Christ is not going to dwindle, is not going to waver. We're going to be hearing the same word, prepared with the same intensity, and we're going to be ministered to, and lives are going to be touched. And you're going to be able to invite people to your That's house you. in their PJs with a plate of eggs and ham mm -hmm. and hear the gospel of Jesus. Now, Pastor, what about our kids and our youth? Our youth is going to live stream after okay. ours is done, mm -hmm. they will be live streaming. And I encourage you to have your team do the same thing, invite kids over. And uh, then our theirs children. Theirs will be on Instagram or Twitter. Theirs will be on Instagram and Twitter, is it? Or Twitter. Or yeah. Twitter. So you can either tweet or inst. <laughs> and, uh, and then the it, children it, it, will be on Facebook. <laughs> Look, I'm making up languages. So... And then your children will be able to live stream. There's going to be a great message. You know, Randy, he's going to do what he can do to get the point across. Mm -hmm. And we'll be informing you maybe something comes on Tim's mind. He will maybe have a special Instagram mm -hmm. to uh, reach out to the teens. Right. Now, as concerning the uh, virus, this pandemic, uh, I know that lots of people are hearing over the website, well, you know, it's a day of reckoning. Well, it's the judgment of God. Well, we need to repent. Everybody needs to surrender. And I think that that is true if you have sin in your life. But I don't have any, so I'm not in that crowd. And I don't think that everybody that's watching is in the crowd. Mm -hmm. So I think that God has heard our prayers. We had a national day of prayer Sunday. Amen. I believe that God has heard us. Amen. We are proclaiming words that are building a hedge around our families, around our communities, around other believers. And so we are doing that. But we also want to understand that as we're doing that, we don't want to negate or be negligent of the need of God in America and in this 
pandemic. We need to make sure that we are interceding. Mm -hmm. And even if it wasn't the judgment of God, if it was the judgment of God, it doesn't matter. We are the people, you and I, as the righteous ones of God, carry a great influence in heaven that the prayer of a righteous man avails much. Mm -hmm. And we can open up heaven and we can have the hand of God and the glory of God be seen in the land of the living. Mm -hmm. And we can see God's hand move right here in America and all around the world. Mm -hmm. It's not just us. It's not our little corner. This is a world situation. Mm -hmm. And so the church... You and I, we can pray, we can intercede, and we can begin to declare over Amen. America, Amen. over the nation, and against this virus that it will not prevail, Amen. that we will prevail, that it's not going to be taking human life, even though you may, well, but I heard six people died. Well, thank God, because you sure faith, number seven didn't. Amen. Hallelujah. Press you on. never know what evil is going to happen, but we do know what God will do if we believe in him. Amen. So we are going to begin to intercede during this time. We're going to pray that God's spirit reaches out, that the spirit of the world, the hearts of men and women are opened, that they receive the Jesus gospel. Christ. Who knows that this may be the platform of revival Amen. across the world. We don't know. But let's not miss this opportunity by taking sides. Well, they don't believe it. They have faith. Well, you know, that serves them right or this. No, no, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's not be judgmental. Don't compare what one person said to another person because the bottom line is this. The Bible says prove everything. Give it a chance. If this was God, when he hit Egypt with wrath, Guess what? It all happened in a moment of time. Yeah. When it was dark, it was dark. Yeah. When they had lice, everybody was itching. Come on, when we had frogs, everybody's a hopping. <laughs> so it, if God is just starting stuff and this is mm -mm. the best he could do, yeah. come on, it's not. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe it is. So look, just let time prove it. Mm -hmm. Don't start dividing yourself and... Uh, you know, attacking others and saying this about that, saying that about don't look. It's just useless. It's useless. Right. What we are called to do, let's just pray. Amen. 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 Well, it's, so we are going to have church live streamed. Our youth and children's church are going to release something at a different time yes. via their platform. Mm -hmm. um, that will be after churches. After uh, our release. and then what you can do on Wednesday nights if if it's up too late. Then your children, your teens can go back the next day and you monitor yeah. their check-in. Well, they don't that, even have school either. Well, I know it. Mine are trying to stay up late every night. Um, <laughs> now, what about my giving? You're so giving. I want to still the, be able to give to my local church. What does the that The tithe like? has not changed its purpose. Mm -hmm. When Moses came to Melchizedek, Melchizedek and Moses were not strangers. Mm-hmm. So I do know that Moses didn't just tithe one time. Mm -hmm. Right. But he was a perpetual tither. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because just as we look at the scriptures, even devil worshipers and idol worshipers 
understand that if the tabernacle and the worship is going to go on and the care for its followers are going to happen, that there is going to have to be offerings to sure. the idol. Sure. Now, we don't serve idols, mm -mm. but God gives us the tithe. Right. Amen. The tithe is something that Melchizedek received on a consistent basis because Melchizedek had set up, whether it was through God, through Moses, however, Melchizedek was appointed a priest of God. He had a house, he had families, he had a tabernacle, he had people that were helping, he had things going on in the tabernacle. All of that mm -hmm. was a part of what Abraham's tithe mm -hmm. supported. Mm -hmm. yeah. And as your church goes on, the support of the tithe and of the giving, your offerings, your alms, your seed, it all goes on. Your staff is here, they're working, they're doing their jobs. The building still needs taken care of, has to be heat on the inside yeah. so it doesn't collapse from the outside. That's not true. <laughs> it's, so well, it's, I think it's a part, I think it's important that we can give, especially yes. when we can't assemble ourselves together mm -hmm. for a season of time. That's a part of how I worship. Mm -hmm. My yes. giving is a part of my devotion to the kingdom, to the Lord. It is a proclamation. And it's important to me. So yeah. after we're done, um, we're going to attach a video to you that's going to tell you how you can give because we know it's going to change the format. There's yes. not going to be anything like, since we're not assembling, there won't be a bucket. So we're going to have to do that yeah. online. It's going to look a little different to some mm -hmm. of us, but we're going to yeah. walk you through that um, through another video that's a little yes. bit more detailed. And so all of your tithing, your almsgiving, your offerings, and your seed, uh, all of that is still in motion. All of it is still needed mm -hmm. to carry on the work of the kingdom of God Absolutely. because uh, services and, you know, crusades and outreach are still being planned and all that kind of stuff. So we just simply need for you to continue to help. And many times, not this time, not from you, because you know better. And because yeah. you're faithful, you're loyal, and you're dedicated to the work of the yeah. Lord, yeah. is this, that sometimes when people aren't here, then the tithe is never ever brought to the house. People forget it. Mm -hmm. But we're going to be mindful of it, Amen. and we are going to respond, and we're going to do it. Amen. And uh, Amen. so, you know, uh, I'm Phyllis informed me the other day we're going to be giving the biggest tithe I've ever gave in my life. <laughs> I said, why? I like she it. said, because the Lord told me to. And I said, maybe he should have checked with the head. <laughs> she said, no, he just went right to the neck. <laughs> so he knows where the head Amen. is gone. Yeah. I said, okay. So, and we're going to, to do this because yeah. God had instructed us uh, three or four weeks before mm -hmm. to do it. So we're going to be doing it. And, uh, but we want to encourage you, be faithful mm -hmm. to that so that your house can be faithful to the things of God. Amen. And uh, if you're going to be getting calls, uh, people are going to be checking up on you, asking you how you're doing and mm -hmm. things of that nature. Uh, so please do not uh, feel a bother if you need something. Yeah. And so, you know, this is everybody's time to make sure from when you're adopting a row or whether somebody's calling you or whether you hear it 
through the wind, through the grapevine, whatever it is, we are going to prefer our brothers above ourselves. And, uh, you know, the other day, I, I, Phyllis sent me to the store to get uh, potatoes. So I came home with French fries. She said, these aren't potatoes. I said, yeah, they are. They're just in different shapes. <laughs> you, you make adjustments and do whatever has to be done. That's a potatoes if you need some. I well, got potatoes. Oh, I don't, I don't want to depend on anybody. And I didn't buy 10 bags. I bought what I needed for the moment. Amen. Because God is still my provider. Amen. And if I need toilet paper, then... Somebody will get mischievous and toilet paper in my house. And God will do something. I'm not concerned about my needs being met. But I don't want fear and greed to get all in there and I buy up everything. It's not worth it, folks. Love, care one for another. And God will honor your provision and you looking after other people. So... Uh, Again, this is something new. We're migrating through it, and we're just trying to make calls uh, as we evolve and as we get information. Yeah. But know that we love you, and uh, we care for you, and uh, we're going to be looking out for your souls. And when people get saved at your house, then you will disciple them, and you'll Call us and let us know mm -hmm. that people have been saved in your house and we can put it on Facebook. Amen. We can Absolutely. just turn Facebook into a book of witnessing. Amen. Hallelujah. The book of, it'll become the book of Acts for Only Believe Ministries no. during the pandemic. Amen. The pandemic book of Acts. Written by OBM members. The social <laughs> church. <came> yes. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be doing uh, so, Pastor, uh, to reiterate, then, uh, churches tonight, we're having church via live stream. Yes. They can tap in through obmcc.org, so they yep. can watch us through our website. Yep. Or they can go to Facebook Live mm -hmm. and watch us. That's the, that's the easiest yes. way to tune into it. And then if they can't come tonight or they want to watch it, it will be archived on obmcc.org, so they can watch tonight's service tomorrow online. Yes, mm -hmm. and, absolutely. And as well as Facebook and also on our YouTube channel. So want to make sure we know we are having church. We're just not physically going to be all collecting together. As Pastor, as Pastor Cole is mentioning, you can have a house party. You know, we're, we're suggesting no more than 10 people. But let's use this as a way of witnessing. Let's use this as a way of planting seeds. Let's get people saved. Let's let the what the devil means for evil, God turns around for good. Yeah, amen. Let's do that. Let's be the church. Let's shine right now. Let's care for our brothers and sisters. If we know people in need in our families or in our, in our networks, in our neighborhoods, on our rows, Let's just do something, make a difference. So mm -hmm. I want to reiterate, yeah, reiterate yeah. that we're definitely having service every single night, but it's going to be via live stream yes. or Facebook Live. Yep. And we encourage you to, you know, as Pastor said, we have a lot of initiatives. In fact, because of the situation we're in, the church is stepping up and doing different things to help other people. So the tithes and offerings are needed now more than ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we want to thank you for giving. We know that when you do give, you live under open heaven. We, 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 we share that with you lots of times. And we'll be giving back to you, Luke 6.38. So we want to thank you for doing that. Uh, we're here as a church. Our, we'll, be mad at, we'll be watching our phones. We're going to be posting things as well. Mm -hmm. But let's, let's shine, church. Let's, yeah. The home group leaders, you know, this is your chance to encourage people based upon limitations of numbers. But this is a chance where you can bring more people to your house. You can have a tonight for Wednesday night versus having fellowship dinner at our church. Invite a couple over to your house tonight and watch Pastor via live stream. 
So there's lots of ways that we can do this. We'll be sharing new ideas as well as we yeah. progress week after week. Mm -hmm. uh, also, our other uh, churches in, in Urbana and in Dayton, as well as in Kenton, they're going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be doing live streaming as well. So, you know, we're not going to let the devil uh, take this and put no. fear in our hearts. We're going to take this and we're going to champion God. And mm -hmm. God's going to see God do great things in the lives of our congregation. Yeah. And for those that don't know Christ, I believe, as well as everyone on this table believes, we're going to see a harvest of souls come in. Right. So yeah. let's be the Amen. church and let's shine. Amen. And uh, when you do this, we're going to be on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. Please get your prayer request. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's just believe God for miracles. We're going to believe God for breakthroughs in finances as well as health and all that kind of stuff. And if you've got people in your neighborhood that, that you can invite to your house, mm -hmm. then guess what? On Sunday mornings when we're praying for the sick, you can just lay your hands on them and God will heal them and just give us a point of contact. And so this Wednesday night service is simply about information to you. But from every service from this point on, is going to be worship and our message, and then we're going to be praying. So what you have need of, please make sure that you get to us, either an email uh, or... Something free of social uh, media. What, any way that you can get it to us, mm -hmm. please do so. And uh, again, we want to tell you and re just remind you that we love you. And that your staff is working hard, meetings so many times a day, trying to keep information coming to make the right decisions. And I know these are not the best decisions, but they are the decisions that I believe are honoring our places of authority, as well as interpreting what they are trying to do and doing what God wants us to do. So... Our faith is not shaken, we are not in fear, and we are not compromising, and they are not trying to steal our faith. Uh, so, if they were trying to steal our faith, I'd be here all day. <laughs> but they are not. They're trying to, right now, isolate this uh, virus so that people do not get affected mm -hmm. by it. Amen. And we as believers are sowing seeds, building up hedges. We are interceding. Our, the hand of our God has been released from Sunday on, and it's moving, and uh, things are being resolved and changed right now because the righteous, you and I, have prayed. Mm -hmm. And so today, what I have decreed for my life uh, today is that I just decided instead of constantly praying, I'm just going to worship God. Yeah. Today is the day of Praise. proclamation, oh, yeah. of Praise. giving God accolades, Amen. doing like Abraham Amen. did when unbelief tried to come in. He said, I no, no, it. no, God is faithful. No, Amen. no, this is going to be it. So today is my day of praise Amen. and I'm just going to thank God praise because praise I know and I know you know that God heard you and I know he heard me yes. so there is nothing else for me to do mm -hmm. except to give thanks Amen. Yeah. Amen. so we want to thank you and we want to pray for you we want to thank you for joining us tonight here on live stream but let us pray for you Father in the name of Jesus yes. God we know you have given your people favor mm -hmm. 
We know, God, that you have compassed them about with that shield. We know, God, that you have and are ordering their steps right now. We know, God, you are watching over us and you are providing for us, just like you do the sparrow, the grass, and the lily. That, God, they lack nothing, nor will we. And, God, we want to thank you that you are protecting us and that, God, there is healing in Christ Jesus. God, no pestilence will come nigh our dwelling. God, we have been redeemed by the blood of Christ that we should be free from sin and that we should live under righteousness by whose stripes, God, we are healed. And God, we thank you that you are watching over every righteous man and woman. God, we have cursed this virus and God, it has left America. It is dried up all through the world, God. God, we thank you. Let the world see the merciful hand of God. And God, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God's church. Let's awake. Let's be the church. Let's live in faith. And let's demonstrate it by love. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Bye-bye. Hello, family of faith. So you may have seen that we switched to online church. So what does that mean for giving? Well, we still have a building here that needs to run and we have needs of people that need met and to take care of the staff. And there's a lot of different things that are still rolling here, even though we're doing online church. So there are three easy ways to give. The first way is to go to obmcc.org slash give. The second is you can still mail in your tithe and offerings here at the church. And the third is text to give. Now, how do I text to give? I'm going to explain that to you guys real quick. So you'd go on your phone just like you would be typing out a text message. And then the place where you put the phone number, you will put in 77977. And then down in the place where you would type your message, you will put OBM Botkins all lowercase, all one word. The first time you do that, they'll send you a link to give. After you do that the first time, from there on out, all you have to do is go to that message and send your amount. So say you want to get $50, all you do is go to text it, you type in $50, hit send, and it's done. So those are three simple ways that you can give. And again, I just encourage you, you know, we still have a mission here together as the body of Christ, and we want to keep things going. This is the time for the church to shine. So join us as we do this together. Hi, hey, good evening. I'm glad that you joined me. And uh, this is our Wednesday night service. I know it's a little what we call unorthodox. Uh, but tonight is a night where we are the body of Christ. We are the church. We are together. And let's not let distance, you know, separate us or, uh, you know, divide us, but let's come together in a spirit of unity so that we can love one another, hear from the word of the Lord. And I will say this, that this is probably the greatest time of the church. You know, in Acts, the second chapter, says they went from house to house. They were breaking bread. They were, you know, singing. They were celebrating, testifying. 
and the church grew and God added to the church daily such as should be added. Well, I think that this may be the church's greatest hour in that though we are not coming together, but it is a time that we can get together in our homes in smaller groups and touch people. We can break bread one with another, and I do encourage you to break bread, and we'll be taking communion together this Sunday morning. This Sunday morning on the program, we are going to be taking communion together. Now, you may not have the bread with the uh, holes in it. You may not have the bread that's baked and, you know, uh, browned by fire. You may not have unleavened bread, but it's really not the designated sacraments of the of the uh, sacraments that's the issue. It is the mindset and the desire to do so. It expresses our faith. So Sunday morning, maybe you have a cracker, maybe you have a piece of regular bread, a little grape juice, or whatever it might be. I want to encourage you to get that ready for a Sunday morning service because we are going to be receiving communion, you at your house and me right here at the church. So Sunday morning, uh, after worship service, we are going to be receiving communion and uh, it's going to be a blessing to you. And uh, if you have other people that are around you, people that are believers, people that attend the church, invite them over. Please keep the group small, 10 or under, and uh, let's come together and let's act and represent the church of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to read to you a passage of scripture tonight. It's in 2 Timothy, and uh, it's Paul, and he speaks in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verse 17. And he says, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me, talking about when nobody stood with him when he first started preaching. He said, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, <clears throat> by the preaching, by me, that by the preaching of the gospel that many, let's start this, this over. <laughs> Look, it says, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me, the preaching might be fully known and that all of the Gentiles might hear that I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Here Paul says that the Lord is with him. He really says, look, maybe nobody else was for me, Nobody else was interested in me. Nobody believed in me, but the Lord, but the Lord. And I want to tell you something, no matter what people think about you, no matter what people um, say about you, know this, that God is on your side. And he's not just there to see how you fare by yourself. He's there to strengthen you. And he's there to use you. He used Paul to mightily 
preach the gospel, to make the whole redemptive plan of God available and understandable. Now, Paul did this, and he did it by not just himself, but by the strength of God on the inside of him that the Gentiles might hear about the Lord, but that they could hear Paul's testimony. Paul's testimony was the testimony that the Lord had delivered him out of the lion's mouth. Now, many of us have been, you know, escaped out of the lion's mouth, and, and you know, we might have bite scars and, and claw marks on us, but we came out of it, we came through it. And maybe some would say by the skin of your teeth. Well, I know that God gives you enough grace to come through it. So you don't always just get by by the skin of your teeth. You get by because of the help and the strength of God. So as we gather here today on the program, as we are ministering, let's realize this, that you are never alone. Nobody believes in you more than God believes in you. God has more faith in you than you will ever have in him. He trusts in you more than you trust in him. He desires to use you more than you've ever been used before. And God is not only with you, called you, but he's going to use you mightily, mightily. You might say, yes, but who am I? You are a child of God. You are a believer. You are an anointed one. You are a blessed one. You are a seated one in heavenly places. You are an established one. You are a secured one. You are a sealed one. You are an encouraged one. You are an enabled one, an empowered one, an encouraged one. You are strengthened and you are strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Isn't that a wonderful thing that God believes in you and believes in me more than he believes in anybody? Sharon, God believes in you. John, God believes in you. Rick, Jody, Julie, Howard, God believes in you. And when God believes in you, then he is confident that he can trust you. And that might be why lots of people go through things and they wonder why. Well, the devil attacks them. The devil, you know, attacks their family, brings problems, tribulations, anxieties, persecutions. All of these things come against us. But in the midst of that, though we may not recognize it, we see that God is with us. And when we respond to it as if his God is with us, what we do is we prove ourselves. We prove ourselves. And, and many of you, so many of you, have been proved of the Lord. You've been faithful in little things, and he's going to make you ruler in larger things. You have proven yourself to be faithful to God, and he is going to prove himself to be faithful to you. You might think what you've done is the small things, but don't despise small beginnings. Remember that the little boy that had two fishes and a few loaves of fish, that 
What is this among so many? It is the beginning from small things. It is something that God can do great things through. And that's what God is doing in your life today. You have been prepared, you are being prepared, and God has a place and a purpose, a destiny that only you can walk into. So Paul says this, that Jesus is with him when nobody else is with him, and he has something mighty for him. And then he also tells us that he is strengthened by the Lord, not by his own strength, but he is strengthened by the Lord. In other words, God is providing him power, strength, might, wisdom, counsel, verbiage, actions, direction. He's providing all of that. See, that is the strength of the Lord. Sometimes we forget how God is enabling, equipping, uh, furnishing us. Well, if you were headed down the road and you were doing uh, 80 miles an hour and all of a sudden this feeling came over you, slow down, get over into the left lane or into the right lane because I want you to get off at this exit. Now, that would be word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. It would be a strengthening. It would be a deposit of God's strength on the inside of you. When it says that we're strong, it doesn't mean that we all, all of a sudden, are surged with power <clears throat> and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's not what it's talking about. It's saying that there is something that makes God greater than everything, and he takes a portion of that, and he puts it inside of you for your moment, for your time, for your battle, for your need, and he places it on the inside of you, and that is the strength of the Lord. That is the strength of God. Paul was delivered from the lion's den. Now, I don't know if he reached around and the door just came open. I don't know if the lion got an upset stomach. I don't know what took place, but what I do know is that God strengthened Paul and maybe just maybe made his uh, fragrance of his body smell not like meat, but like spoiled cabbage. I don't know. But what I do know is that Paul was strengthened by God, not of himself, but by God. And then it says, Paul says, and the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and he will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom or for the return of Jesus Christ for the church. Now he says, God will deliver me. This is the mindset of every Christian. This is the mindset of every believer. It may not be the mindset of those that are not serving God, don't know God, are not Christians, but for you and I, this is for us. This is Paul fathering the church with truth that will set them free. It is Paul speaking in God's stead 
to you so that you will know that you don't have to fear. He's really destroying all foundations of fear that could ever rise up against you because you say this, that God will deliver me from every evil. So when sudden things happen, when things that usually cause people to fear come to our lives, then what we know is this. We already know the outcome. What is the outcome? The Lord will deliver me from every evil work. Oh, but that was this, that was Paul and that. No, God's not a respect of persons. What he said to one, he says to all. And so he tells us, look, God's going to deliver me from every, every evil work. So why should we be concerned? Why should we be concerned because of what we hear? Now, don't don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that you should not do your due diligence. Doesn't mean that you should not take precaution. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't just be careful. Well, that's wisdom. And God is strengthening you in that area so that you don't get caught by a line, by an evil work or anything like that. He is doing something for you, strengthening you so that you don't fall into the hands of evil. So he is delivering you before you ever get there. God's got a plan. Amen. And so when God is delivering you from every evil work, what is evil? Well, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 7.14 that God says, I will take sickness out of the midst of you. Now, I will take it out of the midst of you. In other words, it's already got to be locked in. And then he says, and I will put none of the evil diseases upon you that are in the world through the corruption of men. So we have to realize that God will put no evil. What is an evil thing? Sickness, disease, virus. You rise up. And you say, the Lord hath delivered me, praise God, from every evil work. And then name that evil. Name that thing that God has delivered you from. And then begin to proclaim that God has preserved me until his coming kingdom or until Jesus comes and establishes his kingdom. So he will preserve me. He will keep me. He will make sure that I do not see corruption. God will preserve you. Now, there are different ways that God keeps us from seeing corruption. One of the ways is that we live until Jesus comes and we're caught up. This corruption puts on incorruption. This mortality puts on immortality during the rapture. But then... There is where God preserves us with peace that passes all understanding that says if you die before Jesus comes back, that we are taken to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord, and immediately we are with God. We are with God. Think of that. Man, in a moment before a thought could come to the end, Friend, you and I are with God, and God clothes us 
in peace and assurance so that we can rest until that great notable day that the Lord comes with the voice of the archangel, the sound of the trumpet of God, and we that are dead in Christ, shrouded and covered in peace, are caught up with God. Hallelujah. That's why we rejoice when people die. Now, when Christians die, they're united immediately with Jesus. They're carried uh, by the angels into the bosom of God. And then at that time, they're immediately into the presence of the Lord. Wow. What is that? That is the finish of our race. That is what God is going to do for us. So we see in advance that God will preserve us or deliver us from every evil work. God will deliver you. You might think, but I've dealt with this for years. Doesn't matter. God will deliver you from this. Well, but I've struggled with this all of my life. I, I, am I going to be saved if, you're deliver, if you are wrestling with it with a sincere heart? and God recognizes that heart, which he does, then understand that you're not going to miss God. You're going to be delivered from the Lord. So the Lord will deliver us, but then what we need to do is be thankful in all things. Not for all things, but in all things. We need to be very thankful. We need to give praise to God before we ever see it. Why? Because we know the end of the story. We know the end of the story. Sometimes Phyllis does this. She uh, buys me something. She said, oh, I got something beautiful for you. Oh, you're going to love it. And of course, that is just a uh, challenge. Can you get it out of me? Well, of course I can get it out of her because love has made her knees weak and uh, she just can't resist me. So I start wearing her down, you know, and the grandkids start wearing her down. Pretty soon, she lets me see the gift, and she makes me do this. Now, will you be excited on Christmas when you open it? Will you really act like you don't really know? Well, of course, I'm not going to deceive my family, but I maybe I might fudge a little. I don't think God counts it lying, but I say, oh yeah, I'll act happy and I will. I say, oh wow, look what I got. <clears throat> and uh, so everybody already knows I got it, but we do that with Phyllis. So what we do is we start thanking her for things that she's already got us before we uh, are really granted access to them, but we know she's gonna do it. So no matter what comes our way, we are going to thank Jesus. This year, uh, Quentin got a uh, phone. I forget what model it was, and, and uh, but it was his gift from us. That's just what he got. And uh, so he uh, said that he got so bummed because I told him, I said, we just couldn't afford a phone for you, Quentin. We just couldn't get you one. He was all bummed out and everything, but he just kept asking. And uh, so one day his mother, which is, she kind of a jellyfish. And uh, so what she does is she tells Quentin, well, I think maybe my mom has gotten you a phone. Well, 
when she does that, he gleams. After that, he just becomes enthusiastic. He has this euphoria of assurance because he already knows the end of the story. Now, be thankful. Give God praise because he's delivered you, will deliver you, will preserve you, and he will do it continually because he changes not. And he will bring you through, he will preserve you, and he will deliver you from every evil work and the present evil work. And he's already delivered you in the past from the lion. You've been redeemed. You've been set free. You've had peace before. You've experienced victory. You have seen breakthroughs. And God's still doing it today, friend. So let's give him praise and let's exalt his mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, Sunday morning, don't forget communion and get your uh, symbolisms of the broken body and of the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, and then we're also going to be praying for people on Sunday morning after service. So before the service, before the preaching, we're receiving communion. And then we're going to go in and we're going to receive uh, prayer for the sick. And what you can do before Sunday is turn them in to the uh, email and then I will get them and we'll be going through them Sunday morning praying for you and God doing what God does, delivering you from that present evil. Hey, this is Pastor Dosak. Love you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll be giving you some encouraging words. So until then, you know this, that Jesus loves you and so do we. Bye-bye.